0: Hello and welcome to the first A Little Wiser episode of 2022. It has certainly (laughs) been off to an interesting start. So first of all, hello, Christy. Hey, Kimmy. So last week's episode, which is the first episode of season three and of this fabulous new year, (laughs) was Jessica Buchanan. And talk about isolation and getting through difficult Mm. times. Jessica was kidnapped by wait for it Somali pirates and held for 93 days and she is man so articulate has a story that reads like a Hollywood film and has really been able to extract the lessons of you know the story she didn't choose and figure out how those lessons can carry her forward which encapsulates the entire point of doing this podcast and sharing these stories so unbelievable story. She has an incredible podcast. We're going to give it a shout out. We should talk about that. It's really good, guys. You guys should listen. So one of Jessica's biggest lessons, and it happens to align with my personal word for this year versus a goal, sort of a theme, is intuition. Mm. And Jessica tells the story of being an aid worker in Africa at that time going out on a day's work to work on educating people about landmines, looking herself in the mirror and saying, something is saying, don't go. Something is saying that we are too close to danger. And as she said, she walked away from herself at that moment. And sure enough, this is the day that she's kidnapped. So that message is the word that I am looking to, leaning on, will be my guidepost this year and really just trusting my intuition. So Christy, first of all, what did you think about Jessica's episode and your greatest takeaway? And then I want to talk about intuition, you know, some personal reflections and then also see what you know about it, you know, whether it's science or tips and tricks and why it's so important to all of us.
1: I loved this episode. The things that really stood out for me was actually, it was towards the end of your conversation with her when she talked about that she's a badass, to be honest, and that she said so often she didn't want to define herself through this experience. But as she has moved through it and really grown from it, that she's like, look, look at what I did. I did this hard thing. And what really stood out to me that In that was that we humans, we people, we're a resilient group of people, and I think it was it's powerful that she she's starting to really identify. Like, look at this thing that I did. I did a really incredible hard thing. I survived it. I've gone on to you know really grow and to have a life and a career and a family. And she's a badass. So actually, it was it was the intuition piece, which I know we're going to talk about. But it was also it was just a really timely reminder of how very resilient
0: we are. Yeah, and so I loved that was like maybe one of my favorite points in the interview, so I'm glad you brought that up. And basically my question was, you know, this posted stamp on your forehead and always being defined, you know, by this worst chapter in your life, really, mm-hmm. and being the girl who was kidnapped by pirates. <sighs> and what she said is, yeah, I I used to be frustrated, but now I want to own that piece because that is where I find my, I know the barometer of my strength, right? If I can go mm-hmm. back to that and look at myself and know I survived, then all the daily stuff, like I, I understand my innate strength. Mm-hmm. it was just a really good perspective because sometimes, you know, we don't want to be identified by, you know, our darkest times. And so I, I just think it was a nice shift in perspective.
1: I do too. I just, it was such a good reminder that we are also really complex people. And so I get the idea of not wanting to be identified by one event, but it's a pretty spectacular event. And there was so much that comes from it, but also that it's one piece of who she is. And like all of us, we all have pieces of us that maybe we feel that we either did something really hard or it's a really hard piece of who we are. And that it's okay to allow that to
0: define who we are and how we show up in the world. So there's a lot of great moments. Listen to the episode if you haven't. And the intuition piece is what we're going to dive into today. And Christy, what do you know about intuition?
1: What do I know about intuition? Well, I've spent the last few days asking people what they think about it because it's such an interesting... Idea, when you think first, intuition, it's this idea of inner knowing. For me, I define it as the strong sense of knowing of that inner knowledge. It's different than your an inner voice. Like we have sort of an inner voice, this constant chatter that might be judging, deciding, learning, what's going on. Intuition is something different. It's a little bit more quiet. And I really think it comes from our bodies, from our soul. See, it's sort of slippery. It's hard to kind of wrap a clean definition around it.
0: I like to think of it as the quiet whisper. And Mm -hmm. oddly, I am aware of it, but often ignore it. And I don't know whether that is, it's like, why would you second guess what you know innately to be true? But I think there's a lot of distractions in the world. In Jessica's example, there's a lot of pleasing people and feeling like you have to or whether it's a professional obligation, a social obligation. But when intuitively you know that it's not the right choice, you know, it's interesting that that we often squash it to some extent.
1: I agree. I think so often I do have a very clear sense about what is the right next move. So I'm thinking when it comes to like intuition often comes up around decisions for me. So I'll know, oh, this is the direction I should go, or this is the decision I should make. And then rather than actually trust it and act on it, I often then go around and collect information, interview other people. What do they think I should do? Maybe I'll go dive into books. What do the books tell me I should do? It's like I I go outwards almost. And that for me, it's like there's this distraction piece. Yes, but it's almost like I'm self-distracting rather than just trusting.
0: Brene Brown says, you know you're in trouble when you start sampling. And I do it all the time. And I'm like... "Hmm." Well said, yes. Yes. I'm like, well, maybe I should read an article. Maybe I should call Life Coach. Maybe Mm -hmm. I should call Christy and ask her if she thinks I should do this weekend trip. And I'm like... And I know the answer, right? Maybe my mental health isn't great and it's not what I need to do. You know, whether it's a small decision or a big decision, when you can quiet the mind, and then you, then it's with ease, right? Because you don't have to spend all the time sampling for people's opinions. I even think like sometimes it sounds silly, but like at restaurants, I'll be like, should I get this? Should I get this? Oh my gosh, what do you think I should get? I'm like, what the F? Like, (laughs) just... You, you kind of know, you like decided, you look yes. at the menu, it can be as small as that, or it can be, you know, is something where you don't feel safe or I've been in situations where like almost you're, somebody's walking behind you or, you know, you're going to get an elevator. I mean, it can be personal safety. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, social and work obligations. There's so many, it's everywhere, right? It's almost, cause think about how many decisions you make in a day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, and I think that goes to, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, so why is it that we don't trust our intuition? Why do we go out and sample others, interview? I think that, well, first is there's this quote that I thought about when when we were talking about intuition that I read, I think it was actually a New York Times article, but it was talking about how women throughout history women in particular have been really questioned for maintaining knowledge or practices that we can't see, we can't touch it, we can't authenticate it, we can't prove it. It's sort of this idea is if we can't measure it, it doesn't exist. And I feel like intuition falls into that bucket. So I do think there is messaging around because we can't measure it because we can't, you know, it's that slippery thing that there's a reason to question it. And science is sort of slow on the uptake when it comes to intuition, I would say.
0: Well, you and I often, we want to we want to start a branding company for words for the Webster yeah. Dictionary. And I feel yeah. like intuition has a little bit of a woo-woo depending on, oh, yes. trust your intuition, intuitive eating. Yes. And there's all different ways to say it. And in my experience, we're all talking about the same thing. People say like, I have a gut instinct, something feels off like in religious, you know, they'll say like Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. These are all things about the inner knowing, right? We're wired for it, I think. We have, which you and I have talked about, you know, we know what we value, right? Which is how we want to. So whether it's the job offer, the relationship where you feel like something's off, (laughs) there's so many examples because this is really everywhere down to my lame example of, you know, ordering at a restaurant But this is, there's small decisions and big decisions in life. And if we were guided not by the outside world or what we think we should be or what we think we should do, and instead turned inward, again, like let's take the woo-woo out of it, then we're guided from a place which I think, A, makes everything easier, right? Because Mm -hmm. you don't have to spend time or get outside opinion or do the thing and then beat yourself up because you knew in the first place to not do it. So, it creates a life of more ease. And in this time where things are so complex, why not live with more ease and just, you know, try it for a day? I'm just going to listen to whatever you want to call it gut, Holy Spirit, intuition.
1: Yeah. There's, well, I was just thinking another word to think of it too is not only ease, but it's like this greater integrity. When you're making decisions and living from a place that is authentic to who you are, I think you're living in. Greater integrity is the word that came to mind. And I did want to say for those of those people who do like to read about the different these different topics that I'm actually in the middle of this book that I wanted to mention. It's called The Extended Mind by Annie Paul. And the book is really about thinking outside your brain. But the first part really focuses on that knowledge that comes from within our body. She calls it intro interoception, which is how we sense or perceive these sensations in our bodies. But it's really fascinating. She cites a lot of interesting research about people who make decisions not from a conscious place, but from a subconscious place because they're reading the signals from within their body, which is your heart rate, your heartbeat, maybe your breath, all of those things that aren't registering in the thinking brain and the mind, but just are coming straight from our body. And I felt reading it. I was like, yes, those are, to me, that's very much tied to this sort of intuitive process. You know, those different sensations that that also is a guidepost for making decisions.
0: I was actually looking at this short video on mindfulness and meditation, which goes back to sort of quieting the mind. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, you know, Steve Jobs, Michael Jordan, I mean, LeBron James, the list goes on and on of really high performers and people who are incredibly successful at their craft in the world. And... Mm -hmm. Another way to think about it when we're talking about language is instincts. You've heard, yes. you know, people say, Oh, he's got great business instincts. She has great business instincts, great judge of character, all of these things. So yeah, that's fascinating. When we think about creating more ease in the world, moving through, you know, less thinking and overthinking, but also we all want to be successful in our relationships, who we surround ourselves, and whatever it may be the sport we love, the business we want to create. So there's a lot of potential here.
1: Well, so it's so interesting because it really intuition straddles these two worlds of, you've said woo-woo a few times. So it's more of this, this space that we don't totally understand, and yet we know there's something there. And it's worth following. It's worth thinking about. And at the heart of that, so how do you get to there? How do you start to actually tap into your intuition? I think it starts by getting quiet and getting and creating space. So what does getting quiet mean? Like creating space for you to actually feel and sense what your body is telling you.
0: And is it taking a pause? I think it can be. Between the the action and Not the long pause where you ask everyone at the table what they think, (laughs) but the short one where you're weighing the options and you quiet and you pause and kind of check in and see if you hear that whisper.
1: Yeah. I think that, and that, oh gosh, that reminds me of, you know, between the stimulus and response, there's that moment, there's that pause in between. When something happens, there's a pause. And in that pause, you have your choice of how you want to go forward.
0: I think. The call to action is, well, A, just asking yourself, is there a quiet whisper I haven't been listening to? Mm-hmm. And whether that's in a relationship, whether that's a habit or behavior you need to let go of, whether that's the great resignation and leaving your job because you know it's not right, to really you know, think about, is there something that your intuition has been telling you that you haven't taken action? And is this the time, New Year is always a great time, to think about that, to lean into it.
1: I think for those people too, one suggestion that if it, if it you're having a difficult time hearing that whisper or getting in touch with it, I always go back to journaling or voice memos that oftentimes spending some time thinking, writing, talking without any expectations, you're not producing anything, you're just getting that kind of inner voice out that can also help you to start to tune in to that That internal compass or you're that body compass.
0: Is there anything before we wrap that intuitively you know to be true that you haven't taken action on or you've avoided for some reason?
1: Yes. The thing that comes up for me time again is to put my writing, the things that I have written over the years out into the world. I don't know in what way or what that looks like. I don't know if that's Instagram posts, which I very rarely do, or if it's looking up a medium. I don't know what it is, medium, the website, not actually working with a medium, although I'm not opposed to that either. (laughs) I think it's putting more of my art out into the world.
0: Yeah. How about you? I have a similar... With this podcast, it's grown organically and I haven't put myself out there much and writing articles or being on other podcasts. And I think that's, you know, I don't know if it's from a place of fear or rejection, not wanting to send those pitches, but I have an inner calling that that it's possible yes. to continue reaching more people. And I, I keep hearing that, but not acting on that. And then the other one, which is, you know, personal, but you know about is I feel like for a long time, I haven't necessarily had a re- healthy relationship with food or my body. Like many women, how we talk to ourselves. And I think I knew that I wanted to work on that so I could let it go because it doesn't feel at 45 like, you know, I want to spend the next 40 years, you know, talking down to myself in that way and having an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one is personal and one is professional. But in both instances, it's been a quiet whisper that positive change is possible if I take action.
1: I agree, and I would encourage many, any, and many of your listeners to um, reach out and encourage you to get on those other podcasts and to sell yourself because what you have to offer is so incredible, and there's so many of us cheering you on.
0: Well, wow, thank you. Well, Christy, I'm happy we are back on the quote unquote airwaves. Sure, there's a more modern term for that with podcasting. We will look in the Webster's dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> <there. laughs> And I hope everybody, whatever you call it, you have it within you. And I hope you will take the challenge that when you listen to this, whether it's a day or a week, that you will use it as your guidepost and see where it takes you. Because I know it'll take you exactly where you're meant to be. I agree. All right. We'll be back and everyone stay well. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.